0: I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and this, this is an Up! up- Date. Ooh, <laughs> Beautiful. look at that. Um, As you know, everything's coming up. Simpsons is no longer. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But we wanted to update you guys with, you know, what we've been doing on our summer vacations mm-hmm. and give a tease of our new series, Round Springfield, what? which we have been recording the early episodes of and yes. we're stocking them up and they are good, 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 good. I'm I, so excited. I'm so excited.
1: I am thrilled. So the last time that we talked to you guys, we did our monorail episode. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back and listen. um, Because that one was so much fun. The pen ultimate episode, we explained that we were going to take this break and put the old name to rest Mm -hmm. and that we were going to kind of reemerge this Phoenix uh, stronger than ever. And it really feels that way. We were really scared, I think, to make the change, but also knew it was the right time. It's kind of like when you have a breakup and, like, you've known for a while, like, you know, I just wonder, is there something better out there? And yes, there is. And as much as I loved our relationship with Everything's Coming Up Simpsons, I I think we have a very hot new boyfriend. I think we do have a hot new – ooh, I like the way
0: you (laughs) described that, too. And then maybe our hot new boyfriend will run into our old boyfriend at the mall and – but we'll be very civil. He'll because be we're, so nice. We'll be, and that'll make him even hotter because he'll like shake the hand of our old boyfriend and be like,
1: nice to meet you. Our hot boyfriend is really good at listening to us talk about like the good things uh, that our old boyfriend would do. Yeah. Like he never gets weird about it. He's He's just like, like, I get it, babe. It's your, you know, it was a big part of your life.
0: Yeah. He's a person and I'm a person. Yeah. We should grab lunch sometime. Absolutely. All (laughs) of us very sibling. I, I mean, I don't know what this visual image of all
1: <laughs> our can podcast someone draw it.
0: i would love that can someone
1: draw us at brunch mm. and on one side we have uh, a boyfriend in and everything's coming up simpson's shirt or hat or something that resembles you personify how you choose you're yes. the artist <laughs> uh and then round springfield on our right you okay. i want to Yeah, I feel
0: like Round Springfield looks like (laughs) Max Headroom for some reason. I just got that image in my brain. Me too! Oh, wow, amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Round Springfield, um, if you didn't listen to our last episode, which you should, because it was a good one, but we um, gave a little teaser description of what it is. But in case you didn't hear that one, I almost said in case you didn't didn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) I went into like teacher mode there. (laughs) Um, Basically, what we're doing is uh, we are interviewing Simpsons folk, and um, it's going to be predominantly Dominantly Simpsons writers, but also voiceover actors Mm -hmm. and and other people that are sort of in the Simpsons verse. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to be talking to them about non-Simpsons things that they've worked on because we realized a lot in our conversations with the first iteration of the podcast that they had so many other great accomplishments, TV shows that they've worked on that you guys know and love, TV shows that they've worked on that nobody knows and (laughs) loves. um, Nobody loves. Nobody (laughs) loves those TV shows, especially (laughs) not the uh, TV execs who... Greenlit them um, <laughs> And uh, and other weird stuff In between um, I'm dying to talk To Matt Selman About punching up Those Minions movies <laughs> um, I hope he doesn't Mind me saying that I, I feel like he's tweeted About it in the past We've already talked to I can say David X. Cohen Yep About Futurama
1: Yeah David X. Cohen Is our first guest And we couldn't Have thought of a better First guest To kick off the show We do actually Get to have some Fun conversations about what his experience was on the show so we'll have some of that too because we didn't get to have every single simpsons writer on everything's coming up simpsons or the voice actors so when we get some of the people that have never been on we'll probably have a super loose casual conversation but that's kind of what it's supposed to be it's like a round table discussion Mm. Um, we are round springfield i love that i am Um, round.
0: (laughs) mm, yeah we uh we talked to tim long about Mm -hmm. a feature film that he just wrote and made which I mean... You don't have to be uh, a citizen of Hollywood, California, to understand that that is like winning the lottery several times in a row. (laughs) Like, it's one thing to write a screenplay and be like, I did it. And then another thing for somebody to be like, I like it. And then a third person to be like, here's money. (laughs) Um, But he got to do all those things. And not only that, the screenplay is based on uh, a real life experience that he had in high school. Yes. So So that's a really fun conversation.
1: We've already recorded three uh, by the time that we are recording this episode that you are currently listening to and we have a couple of really cool guests that we're not even going to announce because they're that cool Mm -hmm. and I'm just very very excited for you guys to listen we're very curious to know what you think so make sure that you're uh, subscribed to this feed Um, you don't have to do anything other than not unsubscribe so just keep listening to us where you listen to us and in case you're wondering like is this podcast for me I would say absolutely yes no matter (laughs) what Uh, but I think it's going to be particularly fun for anyone who likes behind the scenes like really getting to know people who work on stuff that you love Um, and then it's going to be really great for people that are aspiring writers and voice actors and people that really are curious about the industry from a personal perspective or just a historic perspective because one of the things that we really want to do is kind of remind you that the people that have worked on your favorite show of all time are human beings just like you and me and they have insecurities and they've failed and they've had just as much like hard times getting out of bed as a normal person i think it's neat
0: um (laughs) i just think it's neat that's something about um having these conversations i mean you said it's so great i I also feel i got to call this out i feel like we're on like an infomercial right now (laughs) in the way that we're like please um call in in the next five minutes if you want to get round (laughs) springfield delivered (laughs) straight to your door and for easy payments um but i i can't shout enough like how nice it is to have um, these conversations, this change of format with these um, amazing people, and you know it is something that like you know not to say that our last version of the podcast was bad by any means, not at all, but it just would be limited to or I guess constrained by talking about the episode in in question, and you know I found myself like really wanting to go a little bit deeper on we'd always talk to them about their personal life or their other professional life. I always wanted to go deeper on that. I I felt like our episodes with Al Jean about the critic and Gary Shanling show and elf uh, were kind of great pilots for what this podcast, this new iteration um, ended up being. And I I just already feel like in the conversations that we've had so far that I know these people more than I thought I would and they surprised me, (laughs) you know, and I didn't anticipate, you know, going as deep as we did with certain guests like um, our episode with Tim Long is already one of my favorites because we talk about rejection for a while. And that's something that, you know, Allie and I were both creative working TV ladies in this industry and it's really hard. So (laughs) to hear somebody who's been writing for The Simpsons for 20 plus years go, yeah, I get rejected still. It (laughs) fucking sucks. (laughs) And, you know, he really emphasized in our conversation with him um, to, it's all about how you respond to rejection. And I find that to be a lesson that I think about, I have thought about it almost daily <laughs> since we talked to him about it because i think that it's so true and it's not necessarily something i didn't know before but i i think that there is a lot of power in that and i think that you know the lesson being if you are creative that listens to our podcast um or if you're not and <laughs> you're just a person i think that this is a good lesson uh, to apply you know all over mm-hmm. where it is it's never a comment on you as a person when you get rejected um it is about so many other things so many other variables that you're not even seeing and can never see and you know to process that emotion in the moment don't stuff it down but then go okay i've had my cry now <laughs> you know where's my fucking crown <laughs>
1: we do really hope that you cry and wear a crown while listening to the podcast <laughs> so that is our demo an
0: old burger king barmania <laughs> crown and now that
1: burger king has the impossible whopper you have no excuse not to go I to know. burger king they are not our sponsor but god can you imagine i mean <laughs> all right so this is vegan talk vegan
0: time right now um obviously Welcome allie and i vegan are both vegans uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vegan talk. Go the town um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm delirious. I'm Sounds like it. wickedly.
0: I know, Wicked- the wickedly <laughs> talented. <laughs> oh, uh, what a what a time to be alive! I feel so so uh, special to be here for adele to seem. But anyway, going back to Burger King, um, I'm I'm so pumped that they have the Impossible Whopper. It just opens up a whole new it's world. Just a
1: new game. Yeah. It's just so it's fun to be able to take a road trip and then it's just there. Yeah, it's just there for you. Yeah.
0: Well, let's go into our next item on the agenda. What did we do with
1: our summer vacations? I got taller. You got taller? I got a little taller. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I've been working on my posture. Oh, that's good. I've been, it's really funny. I, you know, I was going to uh, a fancy gym that we shall not name. And
0: <laughs> I understand.
1: <laughs> and uh, I was. Uh, taught to do this thing where I was just carrying two dumbbells or whatever that are like 20 pounds and just kind of walk in a straight line and just kind of improve my posture and I was like this is genius what a brilliant thing and then as I was carrying groceries from my car the other day and it was Trader Joe's so they always make it perfectly balanced for you I was like I could just do this (laughs) for free I was just like I could just do this for free I could just carry groceries to my house like we always have done instead of paying an egregious amount (laughs) of money I like how you think oh my god That's a very
0: Homer way of approaching this, of like cutting corners. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I haven't been going to the gym because I frankly can't afford it podcasting is uh it does make everyone rich uh, but i've i've blown all my money yeah i yeah. blew it all away the you millions bought a new of dollars
0: you bought a single gold <laughs> tooth
1: it's true and uh well I, actually i i invested all of my money in pumpkins because they're doing well this time oh, of year <laughs> but um since leaving the gym i have been trying to find creative ways to get in my my steps and uh i've been doing squats with the cat I've been, I love it. Been, uh, <laughs> <I've> been... <laughs> I love it. Oh,
0: you got to put these in your Instagram stories. Uh, you know,
1: but who's going to film them? Uh, <laughs> listeners, if I you... Can. <laughs> Listeners, if you would like to pay money to do that for me, I'm sure we could work that out. <laughs> uh, maybe that's like a new feature on Cameo. Yeah, Are you on Cameo. Yeah, I. Well, right now I am. <laughs> <laughs> After this airs, I am.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get somebody, or maybe that's like a reverse Task Rabbit where you get somebody to come over and <laughs> and um you know help you out in that way. I'm sure we can work something out. That's very
1: great. Oh, thank you. How I about love you? That. Um, what
0: did I do on my summer vacation? Oh, well, I can talk about this. I i mean, this is no surprise. I'm talking about some theme park bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, well, I went viral for going to Disneyland alone. You that sure was, did. That was the first step.
1: And mama doesn't go viral very often. Speaking of mama, how did your mama feel? When I went viral? For being alone.
0: She was very proud. <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, I'll tell the whole story. I didn't get a writing job, so I went to Disneyland alone. And I think people thought that I bought a ticket. Um, I'll let them think that. I have an annual pass and just (laughs) decided, now's the time. But I spent... I, I was like i'm just gonna go and just drown my sorrows in some rides and get some drinks and whatever and boy did i get some drinks um and it was super fun and i uh live tweeted the whole thing uh i made friends with the duck it's all it's a part of it and then uh while i was at disneyland i got a second rejection Aww. and that one hurt harder because the thing about the first rejection is i already cried in the glendale galleria over it i've cried there so many times i, I mean it's a good place to cry locals if you know LA. what's up yeah yeah if you're la adjacent then you know so i would processed it and then the second one came and i was like mm, all right." Yeah. but then i uh had the community of twitter uh at my disposal and, and felt supported but then so that happened and then uh, my husband and i went to europe hell um, yeah hell yeah and uh, we try to go on a trip a year because we're both workaholics and it is important.
1: It is very important. It's very important. So we Even went, if you're just yeah. going across the street to your neighbor Glenn's house. Yes, absolutely. You got you to gotta get out. <laughs> you got to get out. Go see Glenn. Glenn is gone on his vacation. He's not <laughs> using that house. <laughs>
0: Oh, I see what's going on. Do some looting. Someone of a He planters. would like you to loot. Um, <laughs> My loot?
1: Do, do a loot for a
0: hoot. Um, <laughs> uh, we went to London, Dublin, and Amsterdam. I'd never been to London before, and it was very fun. The best place. Allie, you gave me a really great recommendation. Did you go to
1: the dungeon? I didn't go to the dungeon. I went to the Dennis Sever house. Dennis Sever's house is unbelievable. To y'all London folks, you already know, I hope, but to everyone else, it is a really amazing recreation of a house that, it, well, what would the time period be? Because it goes through... I think it starts, I'm going to get this completely wrong, but it starts, I want to say, like mid-1800s. Yeah. So basically what's happening is you're kind of walking through history. It You're going into this old family's house and each layer of the house you're getting uh, into a different year and you get to experience life pre and during War, which is really, really Moving, and basically what happens is you walk in There are no cell phones, you can't talk and it is the most interactive experience you could be in that isn't virtual reality and the smells and the yeah, sounds, there's sounds. Uh, it's a living museum it's a living museum and uh, I don't want to even tell anyone too much about it just because it's so great but if you ever get the chance yeah, <laughs> to if you're ever in London definitely go there because it is very cool and it's great for obsessive fans
0: yeah well the way we travel and who's to say this is right or wrong we went to paris too and this was like a very similar thing where we didn't uh we weren't wowed by like the main touristy attractions but like we would walk past them and be like oh wow the louvre yeah um but same. we we wouldn't go in because i also i'm uh, a very frugal dad mm-hmm. um frugal weekend dad and i was like um i can see that this is an old ass building from the outside <laughs> i don't need to see the inside <laughs> for a lot of stuff not all of it but i not I was, just museums not, that <laughs> i'd be like this is (laughs) But uh, we had kind of that situation in London where we were spending a lot of time just like walking around and sort of taking in and like aimlessly, you know, like just um, coming across different parts of the city. And then um, you recommended this and and it was, I think, like 15 pounds or something very reasonable. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's go do it. But I also want to say that, like, as far as touristy things go, it's very inauspicious. Mm -hmm. Like it is just in this sort of like little side street and the guy uh, we didn't have a Reservation, we just showed up, and the guy just came out and he was like, All right, sure, (laughs) pay up, okay, great. Um, But you can't talk in there too, which adds to it. But it to me, it was like such a a very specific, cool experience that felt really unique. And I thank you for it. It was like Disneyland, it truly was. It was really, really cool, yeah. Yeah. And the
1: best part about the no talking is that you know, because if you're going to talk about something, it's going to pull you out. and you're going to remember that it's 2019 or whatever right. year it is. Yeah. And uh, and they really just kill it. But anyway. Yeah.
0: They take it all the way to, I want to say, 1912. And then if you walk into that last room, there's like a calendar and it's to whatever that day is. I love it. Uh, we did that. And then while I was there, my little Disneyland story went even further viral. It got picked up by the Daily Mail. I and saw that. That and, was yeah, so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I was just freaking out. And, uh, but and did then, you get taller? I mean... I got uh, wider. She- <laughs> <laughs> I, my gait is different. I've been walking I differently. So thank you. Um, that was when my mom was very proud <laughs> that I went viral and and was alone. Um, and uh, yeah, I, she's she's a supporter of the cause. But oh, the thing I really wanted to talk about for uh, my key, what I did on my summer vacation thing. So we went to London and then Dublin, um, Dublin, which is great. And if anybody, I learned a lot from my friends that there in our writers. If anybody is thinking about being a writer internationally um, I am then Dublin may be the place to be because, uh, and maybe this is no surprise to anyone else, but it, I, I was surprised to learn that they value writers and they va- value artists so much over there that they're, and especially writers because, you know, there's so many Irish writers, James Joyce, and like all these people that really define the culture there. And so they feel like, um, you know, such a debt owed to people that are pursuing this wow. uh, as a career that when you work there and you're got full Irish citizenship and you're like in it for the long haul, then, um, Um, The first 50,000 pounds of your income as a writer is (gasps) tax-free. I know, right? Whoa. it just it blew my mind I was like uh, mm, drop like it just wow. was they they're so excited and then there's a lot of state-funded stuff that happens over there uh, a lot of state-funded TV development stuff and Ooh, so let's all do interesting it guys. stories yeah but like it, it just to me bodes well for the general vibes there of like pursuing a an art very different to la which mm-hmm. is like <laughs> you know how dare you <laughs> get off that bus get back on it go back to Ohio but then I uh, Wanted to say one last thing, uh, we ended our trip in Amsterdam where we went to a theme park that is, um, one of the coolest theme parks I've ever been to in my life. And I've been to fucking Disney World, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place called F Telling, and it was made around the time of. The first Disneyland uh came out but it originated as like this because it's in the middle of the forest in the Netherlands so and it originated cool. yeah and it was like misty when we were there so it felt really cool and creepy but it originated as like this place where they have a bunch of like fairy tale you know facades of like here's mother goose or here's sleeping beauty and then you just sort of walk through the forest and that was the attraction they'd have like robots and then it <laughs> just grew uh, yeah it just grew out beyond that it kind of reminds me of how Knott's Berry Farm started as a ghost mm. town and then uh you know grow out
1: was emily heller our guest who said that on the podcast yeah yeah so listeners you might remember emily heller uh bringing this up to julia and then julia went and made it happen went and made it happen (laughs) because i'm a freak for themes (laughs) i'm a theme freak
0: (laughs) so that's that's what's been going on that sounds like a great summer yeah it
1: was a great summer (laughs) let us know what you've been doing this summer it's now fall if you have any amazing Early fall stories for us. We'll accept them. Mm-hmm. But we're more curious in your I summer. Miss,
0: I miss the listeners. I, I miss, miss you guys. Um, I feel like this time last year we were doing live shows. Our book had just come out mm-hmm. and we were meeting everybody and, you know, seeing how much our audiences overlapped with Doughboys and Podcast <laughs> The Ride, <laughs> um, which I love. I feel like we're all part of the same podcast cul-de-sac in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. What other. I Just in wrapping up, like, what else can we say about, you know, has there been any, like, Simpsons news that we need to comment on? I feel like, um, you know, the election's coming up, so a lot of people are, like, you know, writing opinion pieces about, like, Simpsons predicted this or whatever.
1: It depends on how much you want to share about your stuff. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> trying to lead in with that. <laughs> but if you're willing to talk about it, I think everyone wants to know. Sure. We said this on an
0: upcoming episode of Round Springfield, but you won't listen to that for months. (laughs) I wrote an episode of The Simpsons.
1: Ah! (laughs) Which episode?
0: I wrote The Treehouse of Horror. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) And
1: we will definitely do an entire episode about that where I interview you and then we'll come up with some type of um, guest host to, to interview you. So wait for that. Yeah. Julia and fans. I guess
0: that's a tease for Round Springfield then. It's going to be very, <laughs> very fun
1: because it's Simpsons Writers Only. I, oh, <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. I shan't say another detail. <laughs> but um, but I mean, and some of you guys may already know because you follow um, us on social media and we were both posting about it. Um, Allie got to come to the table mm-hmm. read, which happened um, to timestamp this a little bit in uh, late September. Yeah, it's the most surreal experience of my life Yay. as you can
1: imagine of dear course. listeners <laughs> how amazing how amazing for our fans to have uh listened to us at the very beginning and then see that this is where this was headed <sighs> never in my life so cool tim
0: long uh as i mentioned simpsons writer tim long he uh told me that i'm living the plot of the movie rock star starring <laughs> mark Walmer. <laughs>
1: oh good and i, I was, always thought that I was, you were like yeah, mark i was Wahlberg. like uh thank
0: you <laughs> but no that's it that's the i'm gonna be living that Wahlberg life for the I rest of
1: my life i hope you i hope you do I hope uh we do. so listeners make sure that you're still subscribed to our channel or whatever the word is Jeez, what how do you talk about a podcast um, feed uh, subscribe to the feed <laughs> <laughs> and uh we're still at simpsons pod on twitter and julia where can people find you Ah. Oh. Thanks so much for asking. I'm at Julia Prescott. All the things. Allie, where can people find you? Thanks so much for asking. I'm at Allie Gertz. You guys could always email us at everything's coming up Simpsons at gmail.com. We're probably not going to do the work of making a new email, but uh, no, you know we'll we'll see how we'll see how you much know. it's a neat- <laughs> or.
0: Uh, let's say I locked down round Springfield and <laughs> Gmail. Let's say it. Um, and you find out. You if it send a mystery email
1: back. and we'll figure it out <laughs> together.
0: And we promise to be better moms and dads to you <laughs> on, on email. If I mean, if you care. I feel like a lot of you guys just interact with us on Twitter. And that is um, preferred.
1: I love talking to you guys. Yeah. Uh, Julia, I love talking to you. I love talking to you, Allie. The next time you guys hear from us, Unless something crazy happens, it will be episode one of Round Springfield. (gasps) Well, on that note of something crazy might happen.
0: We have also, can I tease this? Mm -hmm. We've also been talking about um, special surprise episodes. We just might. So you make it that before round springfield Mm -hmm. you may get that in the middle of round springfield yep you never know when it's gonna pop out it's a secret it's like the return of the mcrib (laughs) we never know what what schedule does it follow
1: so we are going to call the episode mcrib and (laughs) only you guys are gonna know why (laughs) i love that let's do that all right please tweet us mcrib if you listen to this episode Bye. bye Oh, one more thing. Round Springfield, Allie and I's
0: brand new Simpsons podcast, where we interview Simpsons folk about non Simpsons things that they've done and other aspects of their lives, will be available in January 2020. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.